welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. My name is David. My name is Matt. And we are the Taylor Bros. Today, in our third episode of the Summer Shorts series, nailed it, we are talking about keeping commitments. Yes, we are. A bit of a catch-all for those who haven't been uh, listening along. The Summer Shorts series is based on an article that David wrote last year called Six Dead Simple Ways to Improve Relationships. Our sort of alternative title to that is Six Trust-Building Activities. Yes, because trust, a key element of trust is relationship. And we know you want to improve trust, so you should got to improve your relationships. And one way is about keeping commitments. And so a number of years ago, I was sitting in the office of my manager thinking, oh dear, what have I done? oh no, I'm in trouble. And um, for fast forward, or sorry, rewind a few weeks, and I, I was splitting jobs. I was doing one week in one job, manual labor, deck department, another role, um, moving into a new department. And so I had one week here, one week there, one week here, one week there. And it was quite disorientating for me, especially because often the weeks would be on like night watch. So it'd be like midnight or eight o'clock. But I'd been given the responsibility to talk or coach slash mentor two young guys who were volunteering on board for three, well, probably about 10 weeks. And I didn't. I would sit and I would email them and I'd be like, when can we meet? And then the following week they would reply and then I'd get back in touch with them and we would never quite cross paths and that's where I found myself <laughs> sitting with my manager going we've let these two people down um you haven't done this thing that you said you were going to do and we were going to give you the role and responsibility for the whole next group so what have you done and yeah. that's all because I'd let down a commitment. I'd made this commitment to my manager, but also to those two people that Mm. I would do this. And I didn't. And I was rightly told off for that. And that was a big breach of relationship and a big breach of trust. Yeah. Wow. Just drop that bombshell. And we've spoken about this before on the podcast. And there were obviously extenuating circumstances. But I liked that at that moment, you kind of owned up to it and said, yeah. I've broken that commitment. And in that moment, there was a, a, a rupture in that relationship. The, the manager at that point didn't trust you to fulfill on future commitments. And there was a real possibility that you weren't going to get that job because of that. Mm. So breaking commitments, and I think this doesn't, this is not going to be rocket science to anyone. Breaking commitments has consequences. You know, whether it's in work or whether that's in friendships or whether that's in romantic relationships. It, it's it's a bad thing and it will have a consequences and it has its fallout yeah so that was a time when i broke a commitment i'd made yeah uh, i was thinking about uh, it was probably last year i was jumping on with a, a coaching conversation with somebody and they just didn't turn up and i was like how long do i wait so i messaged them I couldn't. I can't remember if it was forty-five minutes or seventy-five minutes later. They were like, "Oh, yeah, I just got back from the airport. Um, 
it's all good. Can we chat now? And my head was all in the place, like at the wrong place. Because it's like, oh, I just basically don't really trust you right now. And I don't really ever want to coach you again because you didn't turn up. You didn't inform me you weren't going to turn up. You just, you know, but I paused everything. You can't really start anything else. And so they yeah. made this commitment. Hey, I'm going to be there. Let's meet. And then they didn't show up. And we've all had that as well. When we've been in this place, someone said, I'll be there. And they weren't. And that feels rubbish that they've broken a commitment. And like you said, it's a big breach of relationship. It's a big breach of trust. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I also have <laughs> a story of me, me not necessarily fully breaking a commitment, but not doing the best with it as well. And uh, We've had a couple of these previous episodes where we've had a couple of positive stories. Today, we've got a couple of negative ones. I don't know whether that what that tells you about us and whether you think that we always break our commitment. So I I swear it's not true, but for for the sake of this podcast, we'll we'll just stick with these stories. In my job as a, a consulting engineer, we are working with lots of different clients, and one of the challenges, and it's probably one of my least favorite parts of the job, is when we're going for it, is to kind of estimate how long it's going to take us. And certainly, in my first couple of years doing the job, I really struggled to know how to estimate because. Most of them, it was the first time I was ever doing one. So I thought, well, how can I possibly know how long it was? So I find myself at a sort of fairly uh, beginning of one of these projects. And I had a few other things going on again in my head. And so in a sense, similar situation to what you just explained with your previous one. It's not just that I had one thing and I just decided I wasn't going to do it. There were other real pressing matters to get on with. But I had that project had started. And I'd sort of been given the brief and we'd been I had a, a meet up with the client. And then I had sort of sat on it for a while because I was like, I don't even know how to get started on this. Uh, and and they we had a call with them a few weeks later and I said, well, cool, well when are we going to get this work? And I had another look at it and I thought, oh, well, you know, I should be able to do it in like two weeks. I was like, we'll get it to you in two weeks. But I completely discounted the fact that I had all this other work to do and it was the first time I'd ever tried. So when I eventually got round to doing it, it took me a lot longer than I thought. And there were other things I was doing as well. So unsurprisingly, that deadline that we'd set never got met. It would never had a chance of being met because I had set an over, uh, what's the word, over optimistic deadline. And so effectively what that meant is I had made a commitment to get it to them by then that I was not able to meet. And the purpose, uh, I suppose the thing that I've learned since then is why why did I try and make that really optimistic commitment? Well, because in the moment, it feels good. They're going, oh, great. Yeah, two weeks. That sounds great. Now, now they're back on board. So I wanted to avoid a bit of discomfort in the present. But what that ultimately led to was a couple more difficult conversations. And we just kept having to push it back a little bit. And when we eventually got it to them, they obviously were thankful that we they'd got the work. But they were they were not less pleased because they'd felt like we'd messed them around a bit and pushed them to the back of the queue, which ultimately I had done, which was not good. And I'm I'm trying to remember now whether we've actually since had another job with them. And I don't I'm not sure we have. And I don't know whether that's reflective of that. But it's again, there was a rupture of trust. And I, I sought to decrease discomfort in the the now or in the near term. But what it meant is it led to more pain in the long term and a break of trust. If I'd said you know what, let's be honest here. There's, we're really busy at the moment. I've got a lot on. I won't be able to attend to this for a couple of weeks, but then you have my full attention on it and then it will get, you know, whatever. There's so many ways I could have handled that better. 
but it ended up being I wanted to avoid that discomfort. I made a commitment I couldn't meet and then I broke it. And so we just have to keep pushing it back. And I'm sure they felt like I was messing around. Yeah, it seems pretty obvious that keeping commitments is important for relationships. You know, in a, in a married relationship, you make a lifelong commitment to somebody. If you don't hold that up, we know it doesn't go well for marriage relationships and friendships. We make commitments to people and we don't. It's problematic. So it seems pretty obvious. But I suppose what I was thinking, even as we were preparing this, thinking about stories is, yes, with the big things, we need to make sure we keep them. But it's the little commitments that people make, I would say, almost carelessly. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. And they don't even write it down. And you're like, you're not going to do that. You haven't yeah. even written it down. You're going to forget it by the time you've left this room. And and lo and behold, it is forgotten and it doesn't get done. And it's like, it's. I think it's those commitments that we make carelessly that are problematic because we don't realize that in not doing that, that that's a that's the previous thing you know attend to the little things well you've made a commitment you have to keep it to build that relationship to build yeah. trust but yeah. you didn't you you made it carelessly and you can't keep it um so i suppose that was what i was thinking is just be really wise with the commitments we make hugely there we've spoken about this before in the podcast it stuck with me when you said it but it said some someone has said that the the national pastime of the uk now is to cancel plans and watch Netflix. And I actually, I experienced this recently. I was, I'd been invited to a little garden party, a gathering of some friends. And I I aimed to turn up, you know, fashionably late, like 15, 20 minutes after they, they told me. I actually ended up getting lost. So I was a little bit like, I was a lot later than I thought I was going to be. But I was the first guest that had arrived. I was like, I'm really surprised, really surprised. So I turn up and, and I said, oh, it's, how many people did you invite to this thing? Like, oh, I invited like 10, 15 people. And, uh, you know, a few people said they couldn't come. But I'm still waiting to hear back from a few people. I think, hang on, this thing started and you're still waiting to hear back from some people. And so the, the thing that I really want to just close out on here is we obviously, what we're trying to encourage everyone here, ourselves included, is to keep commitments. So make commitments that you can keep. And then be honest when you go, actually, that's a commitment I can't make and say no to it. The solution so many of us do, when, certainly when it comes to social plans at the moment, is don't make a commitment. Because we commit free so that we can flake at the last minute. I never said I would come. That's not honouring. I'm just going to say that. That's not respectful. That doesn't honour because that leaves your options open. And ultimately it says, I believe that my time is more important than giving you an honest answer early. And there was, lo and behold, you know, four or five other people that later on he was saying, I'm still waiting, I'm still waiting. Oh, yeah, finally got through a message through. They can't come. Can't or decided not to. Mm. So not making a commitment is not honouring. It's keeping the commitments. And whether that's a I commit to a yes or a no. Definitely. So if you want to build trust and build relationships, keep your commitments. That's the summary of really Summer Shorts episode three. See you guys next week.